A television star sells her farts for $45,000 a jar. Kraft will pay you $20 not to make a cream cheese for Christmas. And two Brazilian politicians have settled a dispute with an MMA fight. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. Yeah. Feeling it. Yeah. Feeling it, man. You guys feeling it? Feeling it, man. Let's do it. 90 Day Fiance Star sells her farts for $45,000 per jar. Talk about the sweet smell of success, guys. When you can sell your farts for almost $50,000. You know, up top, I think this story might be more funny if I add a Boston accent. Because we have the word fart, jar, star, lots of AR words. Let's give it a go, shall we? Stephanie Motto who starred in the TV series 90 Day Fiancé, revealed a very lucrative and very stinky side hustle. Selling her farts in a jar. Selling farts in a jar. Jar of farts, guys. Who wants a jar of farts? And these farts aren't cheap, guys. (laughs) If you want her jar of farts, you're going to have to pony up some some ducats. Uh, The former reality star has posted multiple videos on TikTok about her fart-sharing enterprise her first one was called day in the life of a girl who sells her farts in a jar (laughs) 6.6 million views (laughs) i can't get six views on my videos 6.6 million views she farts in a jar is this what wow it's unbelievable some people have it so easy i mean life is easy when you can sell your farts for tens of thousands of dollars you realize how easy life must be Now, she explains what she ingests to make the perfect, containable, sellable fat. All right, what do you eat for the best fat? Let me guess, let me guess. Before we get into it, I'm going to say eggs. Eggs are pretty good. Uh, What else? Maybe kimchi. Kimchi will get your your fats going, (laughs) I feel like. Uh, What else? Lentils. Lentils are good for farting. Okay, those are my guesses. Let's see what she says. Okay, here's what she... Eats for the perfect sellable fat jar. Beans, a protein muffin, yogurt, hard-boiled eggs. Oh, I nailed it. Hard-boiled eggs. And that, that's about it. She also says that she loves to read while waiting for those farts to develop before unleashing them into a jar. How do you get your fart in a jar? That seems difficult. Uh, there's no video of her putting the fart in the jar that I could find. I was really curious how you get it in there. And then, I mean, you got to be quick. Fart in the jar, then quickly turn and screw the cap on. Uh, Mato adds a couple of flower petals to really attach the scent, which appara- apparently is strongest in the first couple days. She also, she also includes a personalized note with the fart jar. So you put flower petals in the jar with the fart? No, that's going to screw it all up. How are you going to smell the fart if it's a jar of flowers? Even a couple flowers might take over the smell. I mean, I don't know how powerful her farts are. They could be pretty damn powerful. In a follow-up video, she informed her fans that her farts make her $45,000 in one week. My goodness. (laughs) One week, farting in jars, $45,000. Oh, man. I don't even make $450 doing anything. (laughs) I'm kidding. Uh, 
<laughs> I make some money. Not much, but, you know, we're trying. Here's a quote from her. I think my main motivation was money, but I also thought it'd be a hilarious publicity move that would get a lot of people's attention. It definitely has worked. She told the website that interviewed her that her inbox is flooded daily with people wanting to purchase jars of her fats, or as she calls them, a jar of toots. Some of them requesting videos her videos of her creating the jar. I'm sorry, I'm flump, floundering, flumbering. What is wrong with me today? Maybe I'm not caffeinated enough. All right, hold on, let me take a break. Oh, there we go. I just took a hard pull off that strong caffeine. Okay, I'm feeling better. Okay, so her inbox is flooded. People want jazz of fats from her, apparently. She's pretty sweet looking. Um, I guess if you're going to have anybody's fats, a beautiful woman like this. Although I would just, I would really pay more for Salma Hayek. Salma Hayek's fats in a jar. Salma's probably get six figures for her fats in a jar. She probably doesn't even fat. She's perfect. She, <laughs> Salma Hayek is perfect. Oh, I should get a poster of Salma Hayek from my closet here. You probably can't even get a Salma Hayek poster, can you? I don't even know. Do people have posters anymore these days? My face was on a poster at the comedy show. It was like when you walk in, oh, tonight, tonight performing. And then I, I took the poster. I have it in my car. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Uh, I'll probably just keep it for like uh, several weeks. And then I'll be like, why am I keeping this thing? And then throw it away. Okay, we got one last quote with the fat lady. She says, I think I've really tapped into a huge market and there seems to be endless potential. Potential for fat jar business, apparently. Yeah, I mean, don't don't stop at the farts, lady. Burp in a jar, do that. Do that other thing that ladies do in a jar. I'm not going to say what it is. It's disgusting. There's probably children listening that are probably now asking you, what is he talking about? <laughs> what is What is Jonesy referring to? I don't understand. What what else could a woman put in a jar? <laughs> All right, guys. I just opened it up for a nice conversation about uh, women's bodies. Or if you identify as a woman's body. <laughs> you can't. You can't. You can't just identify as a woman's body. Sorry to say, you have to have a woman's body. There's certain things that women's bodies do that you can't do if you don't have a woman's body. You can identify all you want with a woman's body, but um, they do special things. I enjoy them. All right, this this story's way too long. But it, yeah, it's a, it's a story about farting in a jar and then selling it for lots of money. I had to do it. I had to take my time with it. It just blows me away how much money people can make. I got to get on TV. That way I can, I can sell my boogers in a napkin. <laughs> how much would you pay for my boogers in a napkin? <laughs> you can get your name on my wall in here in the closet for very little money. Just FYI, join the Patreon. Kraft is going to pay you $20 not to make cheesecake this holiday. Kraft is using its cream cheese shortage as a marketing opportunity. I covered a story involving this cream cheese shortage the other day. Uh, it was New York City's cream cheese shortage and how it was affecting the bagelries. I was very concerned for my New York brothers and sisters and or binary people <laughs> covering all bases here. Yes, I was, I was very empathetic for my New Yorkers because if you can't ha have cream cheese with your bagel, oh boy. Now it says here, just for a few days this holiday season, a limited number of people we able, will be able to spend $20 on dessert and they'll be able to charge it to Kraft. Well, is it any dessert? Owner of Philadelphia Cream Cheese. That's the company, Kraft. Here's the premise. People who can't bake cheesecakes because they can't get cream cheese 
can get another baked good or a dessert on Kraft's Dime. Okay, people interested in the offer can visit a special website, which I'll put a link to. And on December 17th, up to 18,000 will be able to nab the right to get reimbursed for a holiday treat. Well, what's the damn treat? Come on, man. Keeping me on edge here. They'll be able to submit receipts to the company a few weeks later. For, for anything? For any treat? Can I really get whatever the hell I want? For Kraft, the campaign is a way to soften the blow of empty cream cheese shelves. Keep customers thinking about Philadelphia cream cheese without souring on the brand. It still doesn't say what I can get. I guess any dessert. So if you want a chocolate cake, it's no problem. If you want a honey bun, it's no problem. You know what even is a great treat that I like? It's um, those uh, blueberry muffins with the little crystally sugars on top. Oh, man, those crystal sugar. Do you know what I'm talking about? You might not have these in your country. Usually it's a store-bought brand of some sort. Like if you go into a Ralph's or a, I don't know, Vaughn's. I'm naming grocery stores here in California, but you have similar. Kroger, I'm sure, does this. These blueberry muffins, man, with the crystally sugar on the cap of it. Oh, God, you're killing me. They're not even for dessert. They're really dessert. Did I say they're not for dessert? They're for dessert. They're not for breakfast, I mean. They're not for breakfast. They're for dessert, it seems to me. They're too sweet. I really can't talk today. We're plowing through, guys. This is what you get five days a week. Sometimes Jonesy is just out of his mind. It says here, cream cheese is the latest hard-to-come-by grocery item in a year of shortages. Yeah, there's a lot. A spike in cream cheese demand during the pandemic has made it very difficult to keep shelves stocked, Kraft says. Last year, with more people baking and eating at home, demand for cream cheese jumped about 18%. It's stayed at that high level throughout the year. Meanwhile, restaurants are also ordering more of the product. Junior's Cheesecake, you know the famous Junior's in New York? Uh, they get their cream cheese from Philadelphia as well. They said last week it's been, struggle, been a struggle to get enough cream cheese for their key ingredient. They've been forced to occasionally pause cheesecake production, according to the owner. Oh, man, even Junior's. They got a location in what? Is it Brooklyn? And then there's one in Times Square, that area. And there was one in uh, underneath Grand Central Station as well, I believe. I've been to one of them. I think it's the Times Square one. It's it's really overpriced cheesecake, if we're being honest. But, you know, it's an iconic place. New York City bagel shops, it says here, have also reportedly struggled to get enough cream cheese, as we know. To keep up with demand, demand Kraft is pumping funds into its Philadelphia brand. Here's a quote from the uh, marketing director. Well, we've invested millions of dollars on Philadelphia cream cheese. no, <laughs> no. The funds will help increase production capacity. <laughs> we had to temporarily stop making it for a very limited number. We had a limited number. Oh, boy. <laughs> We're going to increase production, though, of our more popular items uh, in case we can't produce enough cream cheese. <laughs> I don't know what other items you make, Philadelphia cream cheese. What other Philadelphia products do you make? It's, it's all about the cream cheese, man. Oh, I love a good cheesecake. Well, guys, you're going to have to have alternate desserts this holiday season, apparently. Unless you're wealthy enough to get a hold of some black market cheesecake. I don't know. Get on the dark web. See if you can whip up some cheesecake. Some cheese, Philadelphia cream cheese. Whip it up. No pun intended. Yeah, actually, there's a pun intended. Man, I can't talk today. Holy shit. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Politicians in Brazil are settling disputes with MMA fighting matches. The two politicians that are going to be engaged in this battle have been arguing over a project. And they decided to settle things by getting inside the ring. On one level, I hate this because you shouldn't be making policy via an MMA match. On the other hand, I love seeing politicians get the crap beat out of them, so this might be cool. I'm very split on this, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Two politicians in Brazil settled the dispute with their fists over the weekend in a three-round MMA-style brawl that went viral across the country. The match pitted uh, 39-year-old Mayor Samao Pixoto against former councillor Erino Alves de Salva, who was 45 years old. He's, uh, these men are of... They're a little older than I thought they would be. A little old to be getting involved in MMA battles to the death, I would think. We got 39 and 45 here. All right, anyways, I like it. The two had been feuding over a water park project. A water park? Really? You would have thought it would be more important than just a water park. I don't know, maybe it's very important, the water park project. <laughs> maybe they, Maybe everybody's really hot. So this water park project is huge on the docket. It's, uh, but obviously people are falling on, falling on each side of the fence over this water park. Some people want it. Some people don't want it. Some people don't like water parks. They think it spreads germs. Maybe that's what the, the crux of the argument is. It does spread germs. I don't care, though. I'm going to the water park. I'm not going to worry about that. Have a good time at water parks. I love water parks. Except for the water parks that kill people. I covered a story where people were killed by a water park. Just, I mean, they broke in and they went on illegally. But still, water parks can be dangerous. You have to be careful. In addition to giving you all sorts of uh, brain-eating bacteria, they could you could break your legs. If there's not sufficient lubrication on the slides, you're done. Your skin's going to come off. Anyways, that's a strange rant. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I want to celebrate water parks. I want to celebrate two politicians battling over a water park. I'm going to get more info. Um, they decided the best way to settle their beef over the water park was a good old-fashioned fight. Okay, good old-fashioned fight. And of course... They're Brazilian, so they're like MMA. In September, Silva challenged the mayor to a fistfight, calling him a crook, blaming him for allegedly failing to conserve a water park on a river. Okay. Peixoto eventually agreed to the fight, but only if it was organized properly inside a ring, saying that he was the mayor and not a street fighter. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I will not fight on the street. I'm not that kind of mayor. But if you put some rope in a circular <laughs> in a circle, I'll fight in that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind of mayor I am I want a referee, I'll fight you Just I want a referee to be there it's very strange to challenge a politician to a fight and then for the you never expect a politician to accept it I'd imagine he, he did not accept, like expect that the fight finally happened in the early hours on Sunday over the weekend in the gymnasium of a local school and was live streamed on the mayor's Facebook account Surrounded by a crowd, the two, the two politicians entered the ring at 2.30 in the morning. Wow, that's pretty late. 
these guys are wild, man. They just they settle with an MMA fight at two in the morning. <laughs> Boy, this is kind of out of control. Video of the fight shows the mayor debuting to a Brazilian pop ballad. Uh, Peixoto then approached Silva and ran his finger across his neck in a gesture signifying the ca- the decapitation of his rival. The three-round battle started with Silva aggressively going at the mayor with leg kicks until Bashoto connected with a right jab, knocking his opponent to the ground. The mayor then pounced on him, pinning him to the ground while landing a few more punches, but the momentum changed quickly after that, with Silva flipping the mayor and landing several blows of his own. The men then proceeded to land several punches and kicks on... Well, I can't believe this article gives you the play-by-play. And while reading this play-by-play, I have the idea that maybe I'm good at reading play-by-play. The men then proceeded to land several punches and kicks on each other until the first round ended. Ding, 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 ding. The two politicians' lack of professional training was obvious as both men appeared very tired and worn out quickly after the first round. Through the remainder of the two rounds, ding, 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 their kicks and punches whoosh, 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 were sloppy yet rigid, but seemingly effective as the fight slowed down as it continued. Although Silva seemed to have the upper hand in the final two rounds, hiya! Landing numerous kicks, because everybody was kung fu fighting on the mayor before the bout ended. When the judges gave their final call, Mayor Peixoto was declared the winner. Ding, 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 yay! The crowd goes wild. Yeah, I could totally do play-by-play of a fight on the radio. The article ends by saying, while the two politicians may finally have a decision on who could win a fight, it's unclear how the battle will affect the water park situation that instigated the brawl in the first damn place. <laughs> That's the end of it. So we're not going to know what happened is, happens to the water park, man. Just really concerned. I do like the idea of politicians beating the crap out of each other over policy, though there's something about it. Hey, look, man, I mean... You know, the whole thing's a circus act anyways. Why not make it a a more circus act? Why not up the circus act level in the realm of politics? It's just, it's, you know, it's deplorable as it is. At least make it entertaining. <laughs> you, could sell, you could sell tickets, man. Put it on pay-per-view. Raise a little money to fund some of the projects that need to be funded. You know, like the overpriced paychecks of these stupid politicians, perhaps. Hey now, what's up, weirdos? Thanks for putting up with me today. I'm sorry, we're a little out of sorts in my brain. <laughs> Late night, let's just say. There's a lot of holiday parties going on right now in the world of uh, the Los Angeles comedy clubs, and so Jonesy's been having a good time. It's called, it's called networking. Hello, networking. <laughs> it's not called Free Jack Daniels. It's called networking. <laughs> Free Jack Daniels and... Chicken wings all night last night. Oh, man, unbelievable. Unbelievable. So I'm having a good time, and I have two more tonight. So (laughs) I'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) Oh, oh, man. Okay, I hope you're enjoying the holidays, by the way, having some holiday parties. A lot of you will probably have some this weekend. Uh, I want to thank everybody who's uh, not only put up with me through this episode, but throughout the year. I appreciate that. And uh, especially those of you who have supported me through the Patreon I'm, uh, I'm very grateful. Some of you have been joining during the holidays, and I appreciate that very much. Such as my man Nick, Nick Mount, back on the Patreon. Uh, Nick wished me a, uh, a lovely holiday and told me that he wishes that I'm safe, and I appreciate that. Thank you, Nick Mount. Nick Mount is a lovely man. Been a longtime supporter, OG fan of the show for a long, long time. So shout out to you, Nick. You OG Happy holidays to you and your family, and I'm grateful for you. Thank you so much, man. 
You guys can join the Patreon like Nick by going to patreon.com slash weirdafnews. And you're going to get your name up on the wall. Yep. I'm turning to look at the wall as I say that. Yeah. There's a lot of names up there. Nick Mount's going on there. Better believe it. Uh, And your name can go up there too. Patreon.com slash weirdafnews or go to weirdafnews.com. If you'd like to call the show, 646-450-2012. Or you can send me articles, funnyjones at gmail.com. If you could send me some anti-hangover medication, that would be supremely helpful. Uh, that way I can get through this week of shows. Uh, I mean, like recording the podcast without sounding like a total jackass. <laughs> we do the best we can. Uh, this, is what, this is what your real news would sound like if, <laughs> if uh, the newscasters were able to really just be themselves. <laughs> it would be... Uh, instead, you get it all buttoned up. And now reporting live, I'm Rick Rick Monte. Anyways, I love you. Thank you for being with me.